0: Welcome back, folks. Get a grip on lighting. On today's show, we have Bill Gildon. Billy Gilden, Billy or Bill. That's right. Satco's president. You know, Greg. A lot of people are going to want to know. He's kind of a he kind of a, he's a very reserved guy.
1: You he is. And I think it, uh, kind of behind the scenes in a way, but yes. he is a scene. I mean, he's. He's there first, he's out last, and Alan told us that. He's working consistently at it, and we saw it from our own experience when we did this visit, how impressive a facility and impressive a company they are.
0: Yeah, you know, Sacco is one of those companies that's a lot bigger than you think, actually. For sure. So, yeah, and, and, you know, Billy, Billy Gilden, Bill Gilden is worth listening to, folks. This guy knows what he's doing. Um, he's built an amazing company, uh, great people. So you got to go to SATCO.com, baby, that's SATCO.com. They do the right thing. They do the light thing. Or is it we do the hey. right thing? We do the light <laughs> thing. It's, but, we all well, try to do that,
1: but that's what SATCO does. Yeah, and for sure. It, you know, we were at their facility and we saw their warehouse. And they're not like every lighting distributor that uh, keeps a few SKUs in stock and says, you got to order in full case size. They'll break down whatever you need, man. You need two light bulbs, they're going to get it to you. They're (laughs) going to break it down. They're going to repackage it. They're going to send it to you. And how many thousands of square feet was that thing? I don't know. That was one warehouse. A couple hundred thousand of of lighting products. Everything traditional, LED, legacy, whatever you want to call everything. Fixtures. If you need something in lighting, Sacco has it and they have it in stock. They'll get it to you. Whatever you you need.
0: I love the way they use the word support. 'Cause it's like you hear a lot of hoity toityness out there in the lighting industry. Sacco's been mm-hmm. in the game too long and understands it too well to get all weird. They support the old yeah. product because people still want it. That's it. They're 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 big enough and strong enough and wise enough to know that, hey, whatever light bulb you want to use is none of my pro not my business. Here it is. <laughs> you know, and so Sacco's mm-hmm. got it. And if you're an electrical distributor and you want to limit your line card or you're a lighting distributor and you want to turn to a company that's got lots of stock and is willing to support you on small orders, not, you know, uh, take, uh, you know, take you don't have to buy 25 or this or that or whatever. They'll, they'll break those cases out and all. We saw them doing it right there in their facility. Yeah.
1: And how many lighting it? distributors are only saying they're LED right now? Why only be LED? Sell it all. Satco has it all.
0: So over go to it. SATCO.com. We do the light thing. We do the right thing. And we saw it with our own eyes, and so thanks, Alan, um, Brian, Billy, everybody at SACO for having us down there, and for being long-term Nailed members, NALD.org. SACO's been in that for, since I don't know how long since I've arrived in Nailed. SACO's been there, so thanks for having us. And um, for right now, check out their. Is he the president or the CEO? Shoot, I should have known that before I did the ad. I
1: think it said it didn't. I think it said it didn't matter when we asked.
0: Yeah, I think but he said that too. Yeah.
1: He's a man. He's a man.
0: That? Billy Gildan on Getty Grip on Lighting. Welcome to the Getty
1: Grip on Lighting podcast, Bill Gilden. Glad to
0: be here. Say hello to Greg Eric. <laughs>
1: Greg, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having us here. Beautiful facility we're in. Wow. It's awesome. You know it's,
2: Snowy, it's, snowy Long Island. Hey, we'll take it.
1: Yeah, you know what? I mean, yesterday I took a
0: really wonderful tour of your business here. And you know what really impressed me is the is the scope of SATCO. That's the right word, Greg. Wouldn't you scope, say? Yeah, it's the scope of yeah. Satco. You know, from the weirdest little socket with a cord on it to the uh, you know brand new LED fixtures made of wood. I think we were talking a little bit about it last night at dinner. What is it like to have so many? It seems like you guys have so many different irons in the fire.
2: I, th- I think what's uh, unique about Satco is most people don't understand the breadth of our product line, the inventory that we are committed to, uh, our distribution model. And uh, we try to be a one-stop shop source for lighting products for your distributor, uh, your lighting showroom, anyone that needs a lighting product. uh, For the most part, Satco either stocks it or can source it for them.
1: What, What year did Satco start?
2: Satco was founded in actually 1967 by my father, Herb Gilden and my uncle Lou Kaufman were the two co-founders.
1: Okay, what what made them get, get into the business?
2: Uh, it's it's a it's a long family <laughs> story, and uh, you know maybe for another time. But they really started out in the supermarket or bodega business. They had a small okay. two aisle uh, super local supermarket in uh, East New York, which is part of Brooklyn, and servicing the local community. And it was a tough time, tough neighborhood. They chose to uh, – had the ap- opportunity to go into to rack jobbing with light bulbs. Okay. And uh, so f- part of the business was the supermarket. Part of the business was this rack jobbing concept. And back in the time, actually, Mayor Lindsay at the time uh, took the – wanted to build low-income project housing in that area. So they had to abandon that that location and they mm-hmm. had to choose to stay in the supermarket business or the lighting business and they went with the lighting business
1: made a good choice and,
2: and <laughs>
1: the rest is history yeah <laughs> what what does the name come from satco is it? O-
2: originally it was it was satellite wholesalers back in uh, you know when they first formed it and it was s a t t e l i g h t it was a wait no nobody really could uh, really spell it uh when they matured the business and they actually wanted to come out with a a brand uh they shortened the name to satco
1: okay Satellite company or whatever. So exactly.
2: It Got it.
0: Huh. Hmm. Interesting. So uh, here's my here's my question for you. We were talking to Alan Karen yesterday, walking around your warehouse, seeing the, all the orders being picked. Um, you know, all the all the. We were talking about how crazy it must be to do inventory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, yeah, we have a, a lot of a lot of SKUs and uh, inventory. You know, company has, like us has a lot of challenges. Inventory control is probably one of the toughest challenges because of the amount of. Excuse that, that, that we maintain. So uh,
0: when I was walking through the warehouse, we, we went from, you know, we went through from, you know, beautiful LED fixtures to 400 watt metal halide to skids of T12. Now, you know, if you went to, you know, three or four years ago, if you went to a lighting warehouse and, and had to saw a bunch of T12, someone might sneer at you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, but now it's kind of like, it's gone to the point where I think that, you know the scope of it is a strength for you guys, but also, you seem to be transitioning on multiple fronts, like transitioning away from the socket slowly into these purpose-built fixtures, transitioning away from T12s and metal halides into LEDs. But there's almost like a—you're not cutting any cords. You're not—you're—you're you're just letting the market dictate what Satco stocks.
2: I mean, we're a lamp company, so you know we we cut our teeth on selling light bulbs and lamps. And the legacy product, whether it's linear fluorescence, HID, uh, CFL, you know, we still feel obligated to continue to support that those product categories as long as there's still demand in the marketplace. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm more nervous about not, you know, bringing a new innovative product is less risky, I think, sometimes than maintaining the legacy product. Because one of these days, you know, the cl- you know just fall off the cliff and there'll be no more demand for legacy product. But I think as uh, less more and more of our uh, competitors have kind of abandoned some of those categories, you know, the market's not growing, but we've gained some market share in those categories. So it's our commitment today to continue to support those lighting categories. Simultaneously, we need to be innovative and creative and bring out new products and the new technologies uh, that's really driving, you know, the top line of our business.
1: So a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Transitioning. like, it, But it's also like this transition. And it's like, I, I you know, I think it's healthy because you guys have deep roots in the business, but it's also healthy not to, you know, it's, it's, it's. I'm a distributor. It's scary to just abandon the legacy sources in a way. I feel like you are abandoning your customers as a lighting distributor mm-hmm. if you're not willing to sell them an EXT MR16.
2: I, I agree 100%. And sometimes I'd like to not leverage that, but, you know, a lot of our people who've emerged in this business in the last couple of years don't know about the history of lamps. You know, they just come in and try to be opportunistic on on the LED category. And and that's fine. That's competition. But, you know, a company like Satco and there's others like us who continue to support that legacy product, I think deserves the respect of the distributor because we're still filling sockets that you have demand for. Mm -hmm. And if we abandon that, then, you know, Obviously, someone might find another solution, but I, I still think we're we're obligated to continue to support that uh, th- those product categories till the bitter end.
1: Yeah, what I thought was cool, and we were, when we were walking through your facility, is that you guys are picking orders, and you're not making people order case sizes. You'll take two light bulbs, you'll t- take a box, you'll put them in a package. And my comment was that it's it's like very much like my place or, or your warehouse is, except ten thousand times bigger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I think as as a smaller company, you know, we we had to do what the other people wouldn't do. Yeah, you know, and whether that was you know a drop shipping, breaking case packs, overwrapping, you know, doing whatever it, it it takes in order to fill the demands of our customers and fill and fill those order requirements.
1: You know, with, uh, yeah, with the uh, how are tariffs affecting you? Your business. What's that said, look at, that's that's a, it's, a, it's a it's a sore
2: subject today. Since uh, I don't you know, I don't know if you saw the stock market this morning, but uh, our yeah. president uh, uh, made an announcement this morning that he might not look for a trade deal until post next election. So uh, I mean, the tariffs have been, you know, a, a major uh, challenge for us, uh, and and it's you know it costs it costs us literally millions of dollars. That very difficult for us to Pass on to the marketplace mm-hmm. you know, we've tried, uh, and we've tried to do it in a step fashion to be fair to all of our distributors and we've we've borne the burden of of most of the tariffs the, I mean the biggest to me the biggest issue with, with tariffs, and December fifteenth there might be the next phase of, of additional fifteen percent on incandescents and LED lamps, which hasn't been tariffed to this point the biggest The biggest challenge as as the you know, president of a company is the is the unknown. You know, mm, is, is, is yes. not being able to, you know, if, if you could forecast and predict and you know what's going to happen, you can plan. But one day the tariffs are going into effect. One day they're not going into effect. One day they're being postponed. One day they're being rolled back. So it's very difficult to, you know, run a business of our size not knowing exactly uh, what the impacts of tariffs will be. I don't think – I think it's
0: hard to run a business of any size without without being able to know what the marketplace is going to be like. Like one of the one of the comments that I – and I completely agree with you. And the other thing is like – I'm going to t- make two comments. One about tariffs. Tariffs, people don't realize tariffs is a form of indirect taxation. That's sure. what it is. It's a form of taxation, right? Um, the second thing is that, you know, with, to you, tariffs is like rebates for me, okay? So, I've we've had rebates continuously in the Toronto market from, say, 2001. That's a long time. That's almost my entire career in the lighting business. I started in, in 2000, mm-hmm. right? And so, the rebate, the, the, whether there's going to be a rebate program or not, okay, creates massive uncertainty for for me as a you know I'm a small business owner. As a small business owner, I can't plan. I don't know if I'm going to be because if if they unplug the rebate programs, I'm gonna I'm not gonna I'm not I'm a lot of my employees are going to get laid off. Sorry guys, but that's the <laughs> truth. You know what I'm saying? So uncertainty does cause a lot of problems for us and as business owners and. You know, how are you coping with that? What do you what do you do? What are you doing with the what are you, do you have someone who's watching the news or somebody that's looking at the how do you deal with it? Yeah,
2: you know, we, we, we try to uh, manage our inventory a little bit differently and uh, try to have uh, we try to tighten our grip on inventory a little bit so that, uh, you know, if when the tariffs do get repealed or if they get enacted uh, you know, some people I think bought heavy, trying to trying to bring inventory in prior to the tariffs being, you know, initiated. Going back a, almost, uh, you know, eighteen months ago, uh, we we really didn't do that. We we really, you know, we we first we were blessed. We if you saw our inventory in the warehouse, we keep a lot, a lot of stock on yeah, hand. A lot. So you know, there was no reason to try to you know anticipate the, the tariffs. We've just kind of now really. Kind of decrease some of our purchasing, so our inventory levels are a little bit more manageable. As well, we've worked with some of our factories to see if there was some offsets. You know, because you know whatever our president says, you know the U.S. companies, importers are paying the tariffs. The Chinese aren't paying the tariffs. Uh, so. You know, we have we. It's we, a form of U.S. taxation. It's a taxation that gets passed on to the people. People don't understand. It, they, know, they don't, it's an indirect taxation. Uh, people don't. don't want, the
0: Chinese are not paying for it. The yeah. Americans
2: are paying. For it. You know, and it's a, mm-hmm. and it's a taxation that I get. It's I get taxed the day my product clears customs. I'm paying those tariffs. So even if I have to pass those tariffs on to my customers and do it with a price increase, you know, it sits on my shelf. Like the Boston Tea Party was about tariffs. That's what they were protesting. Tariffs.
1: Correct. Right, that's what they threw the tea off the boat. Right, so maybe we should have a (laughs) an LED tea party, (laughs) LED tea party. Do you think any because of this tariffs does it cause you to consider maybe bringing manufacturing here? Is it still way? Yeah, it's
2: it's our industry is very difficult. You know, if you're in the garment industry or you're bringing you know pottery or finished goods, I think it's easy to move manufacturing around anywhere globally. In the in the lighting business, whether it's fixtures or lamps or components, there's so much. Uh, supply chain that's still embedded in China unless a factory is fully vertically integrated, it you know, you know, factories, they just can't pick up and leave. And, 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 and also some of the costs you might get out of another country, uh, you know, the China, I mean, uh, you know, you know, we visit our factories on a continuous basis. We have engineers over there. We know the quality that we're getting just to uproot those factories and their relationships also, because, <clears throat> you know, the factories that we buy from, I mean, unless they move, you know, we we want to support our factories. I mean, the, the, the factories are a lifeline. So we've worked with them, with some of them, to you know, to uh, take advantage of some of the currency uh, changes where you know the U.S. dollar has gotten stronger against the RMB, and we've we had some reduced prices to offset the tariffs. But nowhere near does it make up for the twenty five percent tariffs that, that we're paying.
1: So we were in China in 2014, and a lot of it was manually put together. But now isn't it most of it automated? You
2: go into an LED factory today, you know, you got to put on the, uh, you know, you go through, uh, you know, put put on the scrub suit, and you're going into a vacuum chamber, getting all the particles off you, going to a, a clean room, and it's it's you're going into a a fully automated uh, technology environment.
1: If you're going into a good one like you're talking, we went into ones where people were. Flip flops and no,
2: no, no. It's, it's, ama- it's amazing yeah. when you go into those factories today. Yeah. I remember going into you know an old factory where there were glass burners and and, and they you know, there was you know, dirt and dust and 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 they were, it was a you know a depressing environment. Yeah. Today you're going into a really modern factories with modern equipment and uh, state of the art technology.
0: What about CFL manufacturing? That was uh, interesting. Did you, have you ever been to a place where they yeah, of course. I, CFLs? I
2: saw them when they would by hand spin the spin the the uh, tubes. Really, they automated that, but at first they were spinning. They were spinning the glass to make the spiral
1: by hand. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man did Did you say uh, going back? Did you say incandescents are getting tariffed? Uh, the next wave will be incandescents. Why?
2: Because <laughs> it's it's a consumable product. It, it's
1: but it's not anywhere near with LED. I, I, I get LEDs because it's just it's just
2: it, really it's it's because it, those those categories haven't been tariffed till now. So that's like the last wave of products.
1: Makes it better. Uh, Tough deal. Trying to figure out all that stuff and I, all the marketing that goes into it too. You guys have to, you know, like send out a letter. There's a lot we, of manufacturers, we, 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 and you take it back. And yeah, we, we,
2: <laughs> we, 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 you know, we kind of don't do knee jerk reactions. Yeah, I think all of our correspondence to our customers have been well planned and well executed. And if this goes into effect December fifteenth, you know, we probably won't put something into effect till sometime in you know February to give our customers you know ample chance to react to the additional you know cost of the tariffs.
0: Wow, so I just I want to talk a little bit about um I was we' were back in the warehouse I'm back in your warehouse again um I'm, I like uh, the warehouse yeah I, I I like watching light bulbs get
2: shipped. I mean is it weird
0: I mean you probably you know not all day, but you know' if That's somebody-
2: funny when when you when you visit companies you, sometimes you can get a real feel for you know the 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 DNA and the culture of the company by seeing how you know what's going on in the warehouse. So Alan's
0: walking around, he's grabbing orders out of people's hands. He's looking at it he's like, Oh yeah that's a good company. Look at this order. What's on the order? He's looking at it, right? <laughs> and it's like I looked at one order I had put eight lines on the order. And I'm looking at the items and there's a miniature, there's an LED but there's a little case of tubes or whatever. And I'm looking at it I'm like I know re- this guy's a lighting distributor, right? I'm a lighting, I'm a lighting distributor. Like this guy's got two or three orders to his clients on this PO. Right. And he's gonna take those bulbs in and he's gonna re put other stuff with them and ship them out to to um, other clients. And you think about that, that's actually a wonderful service to America. You can think about like how that how that supply chain works. You understand what I mean? And if I'm, there, there's a guy in a in a warehouse in Long Island, and Alan Karen's running around grabbing, and I'm looking at the what's on the order. That's an inter- It's an interesting way to to get a snapshot of what Satco does. You know sure. what I mean?
2: so well, I mean, our customers have you know. What's what's great about Satco, and I think in the relationship with our customers, is probably that order. There's miniatures and there's fluorescence, You know. You know, they they could have gone to five or six other manufacturers and bought one line sure. and, and then they'd have to f- cut five or six POs, receive five or six sure. you know, receipts, wait you know, by, for
0: five or six minimum orders.
2: Exactly. Yeah, but you know, by coming to you know, not that this is a commercial for SAC, but no. might as well take it yeah, take sure. the opportunity. But you know, by coming to us, you know, they can consolidate their vendors and really place one purchase order and get, you know, a breadth of product
1: that fills their customers' needs. Yeah, yeah. the line eight line items. I think only one of them was the LED. Yeah, hey, we got we got to change design. that. <laughs>
0: well, you know what? Yeah, for oh, you guys are transitioning. Yeah. There's no like you're not chopping anything. You can see there's like a transition to LED. It's interesting. On that, that's one of my next points. Is okay. You have the uncertainty with the tariffs. Okay, fine. You're still selling a lot. You're still supporting legacy product. You're you're innovating on the fixture side. You're getting away. Well, you're getting a little bit away from the socket, but you still make fixtures with sockets, right? Sure. Um, where where is the the industry going? Is it going to be purpose built LEDs with drivers and rays, or are we going to go back to the socket and the screw in bulb?
2: That's the million dollar question, I guess. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I I think the socket ultimately will will go away. You do. I okay. think the socket will go away. If you look at most of the luminaires today, uh, you know there's no there's no there's no socket anymore. Mm. Uh, but the, I think to a certain degree that might be good for the industry because now you know that lamp that, or that, that luminaire has a a, a life and once that life you know is over you know chances are they're going to have to replace that entire fixture whether it's a decorative fixture you know a little bit easier whether it's a commercial building and there's a bunch of luminaires you know will they all match each other you know is the is the is the driver serviceable you know can you know what can be done on the on the commercial side but I mean, you know, if you look at the lighting business, especially on the fixture side, you know, people used to buy a dining room fixture, and you know, that would be a family heirloom. They would, they would never, years, they would never change growing. it, yeah, sure. you know, because they would, you know, the socket they would just keep on replacing uh, the light bulbs in the socket, and the socket was important to us because you know that, you know, that was the the printer and the cartridge. You know, sure. we we were we were replacing those lamps all the time. But now I think with 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 the innovation of of LED and fixtures, maybe people will. Buy fixtures more often. That's a paradigm shift. So what
0: we've done is we've increased the life of the light source, but decreased the life cycle of the fixture. That's pretty heavy. No, sir. Like yeah. that's what it is, right? That's <laughs> yeah. that's a shift in paradigm. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when you look at it from a from a benign perspective, like you're not saying which is bad or good. If you just look at it, that's a very interesting switch in the way lighting people think about the lighting business. Bill Gilden is sitting here going, you know what? People are just gonna buy fixtures now.
2: More often. You know, I mean that that's
0: not like that's not has no sense of like whether it's right or wrong. It's just a response to the market and what's happening. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. I I don't know if we're gonna go back to the socket. I think there's so many innovative designs that you can do without a socket. Sure. That make it very difficult for people to go, do I really want to put a socket in that thing? Because I can just do this without the socket, right? And I think that I I think it's inevitable that the socket goes away. I also think the um, um, uh, oops, sorry, we're good, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, so you believe that as well? Um, how long do you think before? Well, let me ask you this question: How much of the you would see, you know, product category sales? Do you ever analyze by product category by um, number of units sold, not 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 revenue? But like I sold this many CFLs, I sold this many fluorescent tubes, I sold we, we, this we, many we, incandescents. We,
2: we do. I mean it's, it's actually become more important now with, with LED lamps because you know, it's, it's – with over the last five or ten years, if you think about the price decrease mm-hmm. in LED yeah, lamps. Sure, huh? So if you were just selling a million dollars of LED lamps five years ago – to sell a million dollars today, you probably have to sell three times as many. Sure, lamps. yeah, absolutely. So, so, so it, so you have to measure the top line, the revenue. But yeah, units of units are more important today than ever because of the fact that you don't have price stability; you have you have know, price you know decline.
1: There's two directions we can go. I'll let Greg jump yeah, in. So you anyway. you guys do look at it from a unit standpoint, are you correct? Not? So um, has I mean, it, it,
2: you know, you want units and revenue, but you but yeah. you can't. But you have to look at units as well.
1: Has the legacy technology always decreased year over year? Has, it, has there been any increase? In what, the last what's crazy
2: time? about the the, the I mean, well, the well, no, what's happening is
0: he's he, he, okay. The legacy product is going like this, but people are jumping out of the market, and is so capturing. That's what i meant. They're, they're so, still growing in it, right? So
2: our decline in legacy product, I think, outpaces the decline of the industry. You know, because I yeah. think we've re, we've we've gained some market share the market hasn't grown but as other companies have abandoned those categories you know they come to us whether it's for HID sure. I all mean, right you th- you think our HID business you know with corn cobs and all the other LED solutions sure. you think our HID business would be off you know year over year you know 30% you know it's it's probably off maybe like under 10% wow so That's and and awesome. and his price you know on, on, on the legacy product for the most part there's been we've we've tried to have price stability mm. on the legacy product where it, it, in reality is you know there should be, you know that's almost an added value today where the LEDs become the commodity product. The legacy product is the value-added product because we're still carrying it. Yeah. That's a that's a shift also. Yeah,
0: it is. It's
2: two shifts in this. In this yeah, uh, like yeah,
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> two paradigm shifts. Yeah, like having legacy is like the reason to buy your LEDs from Satco. I did a podcast on we did a podcast on the line card, right? And I think I was telling you about it last night a little bit over dinner that you know if you if you don't want to have a lot of light bulb just manufacturers or whatever on your line card, satco is probably one of the top ones to have. And this is not an advertiser for Satco, but it's just the way of the truth is, is that, um, in hanging on to those categories, you've come, you're like a complete lighting source. Yeah. You know, and it's, it, it, you know, that's what I am. That's what Greg is to the end user.
1: But of a, a bunch of different brands, you're the complete source of one brand. There you, you go. Know, we, we kind of, yeah, yeah. It together, so. yeah, cool.
0: yeah. Um, the other angle I wanted to take on the, um, on the, uh, the, uh, uh number of units sold. So in the past we, we in lighting, you look at gross profit, right? That would be a big number, right? Sure. Like what's your gross profit. But if you're, if you know, I started looking at pro- profit per item sold. You understand what I'm saying with, like, with fixtures in that? Because, the gross profit numbers. It's almost like we you can't really look at a financial statement from ten years ago and compare it to one today, because the way you look at the metrics is different. Is that correct for? for well, I mean, well, I mean,
2: I mean, you know, we look at also you know the margin of of different of different categories, and sometimes you know you know certain product categories are just more expensive to serve because of a freight factor. You know, shipping you know you know eight foot LED tubes versus shipping. Uh, you know, a, of mini can halogen land, sure. you know, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, the, 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 you know, between breakage and freight, there are a lot of other components that, you know, above the line, you know, your margin might look strong below the line when you look at, you know, like, you know, breakage or, or a freight factor or any other kind of factors that could erode margin, you know, so you have to have different product, cat. you know, we really have to really dial into different product categories because, you know, margins, uh, sometimes margins can be misleading.
0: Billy, you're holding down the base in the lighting industry. <laughs> um, he's holding down the
2: base. Holding down the base. Uh, thank you for
0: coming on the show. I've uh, enjoyed Bill the Gildan. experience. Having us as your guest here it was probably our, one of our nicest visits. I enjoyed
2: had, uh, enjoyed sure. dinner last night, and uh, hopefully, you guys will enjoy uh, a little excursion going out yeah. to the east end of Long Island today.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're going to take that's a look great. out there and stop on Distributor on the way. So, folks, thanks for listening. And that's Billy Gilden from Bill Gilden. Mm. <laughs> Bill Gilden from Satco. Um, from his boardroom here in uh, wonderful Long Island, New York. That's right. Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Go to SATCO.com. We do the light thing. We do the... I feel like I'm on Sacco's team a little bit now, Greg. Come on. After I went down right. there, hung out with Alan, Alan uh, Karen and uh, Brian Brandis and Billy Gildon Wow.
1: Yeah. It shows you that this, this industry or really any business is more... More than just a product, it's the people that involved. A lot of those people there. How many years were there? Thirty awesome. years, twenty years. Yeah. You know, everybody stays there. They're they're a great company, and and it proves it with their employees that are on staff, and then also the product that they have. They do carry everything. I mean, everything. You go in this warehouse, thirty five foot ceiling, a couple hundred thousand square feet, boxes upon boxes stacked up of every type of light fixture, bulb, socket, cord, anything. sacco has got it.
0: Go to satco dot com. We do the light thing. We do the right thing. Um, and you know what? If especially if you're an electrical distributor, you, whew, all you need is Satco, man. If you want to, if you're selling light bulbs on the side, of that pipe and wire, you're good to have an account with Satco, man. Um, and of course, they're longtime NAIL members, and so are we, Greg. Go to the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors website. That's NAILD.org. dot uh, org. Our our events coming out uh, April nineteenth to twenty second in Biloxi, Mississippi. And what a good time we had with Bill Gilden.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Got to do it again. From
0: the dinner the night before through to the podcast in the morning and checking out SACO and showing us all around their 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 warehouse and telling us all about the company. Hey, guys, thanks for having us. And, of course, the listener, you guys out there. Hey, man, Greg and I, we're humbled that we're on episode whatever 100 this one is now. Uh, It's been a fun ride for us, and and we always say thanks to you guys. You're the most important to us. Thank you. Written on the rectory wall, there's a sign there for all. You are lost, the Lord is there to find you.